This is the Self-Development Podcast, episode number 27. Hey there, welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. My name is Leon Oscar Kidanda, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about using multiple skills to solve a single problem. Now, when I was thinking about uh, this podcast, I was thinking about one thing that kind of nags me so much when it comes to this topic of, you know, discussing about um, pursuing success or pursuing goals. And it is this idea that um, pursuing goals is some sort of, you know, a uh, fun thing, a very rainbow-esque experience. Uh, but it truly isn't. And I guess because maybe um, I don't like, you know, lose my mind and cuss all the time and, uh, you know, show like an angry tone when I'm speaking of success. I, oh, it's called passion. Yeah, I don't show that passion like like some um, people who speak on this topic actually do. Then then maybe I'm painting the picture that um, pursuing goals is a very straightforward thing. It really isn't. It really, 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 really isn't. And it is probably one of the hardest things anyone could ever do in life because it is basically asking you to, especially if you're trying to, if you're aiming to do one thing, which is to change who you are, to change your identity from going to this type of person who gets this type of results to becoming someone else who gets different results, right? More desirable results, uh, more or less. And that's a big ask. That's asking yourself to do one of the most fundamentally, you know, unnatural things I can imagine, unnatural things to do is to tell you to, especially if you've, you know, lived a certain way most of your adult life, to telling you to change into someone who you are not and to abandon who you have always been for such a very long time. And so when I was thinking about this as an issue, I realized that there was something else, which I'm going to talk about in this podcast regarding uh, having multiple skill sets uh, that, that is related to this. When you refuse to change, then you refuse to grow. When you refuse to grow, that means you're refusing to learn new things, new skills. And this doesn't, you know, doesn't help you when you're pursuing something you have little to no knowledge about, right? I mean, think about it. It's quite clear. If you knew how to succeed in a certain field, a certain area, then you would. So naturally, what you want to prioritize is getting that knowledge or getting that experience. So, yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to touch on today. And so let's just jump right into it. You know, in order to solve certain problems, we have to tap into multiple skills. This is one of those things that is probably known and probably understood, but not always appreciated or even practiced by those who decide to pursue goals especially important life-changing goals. Now, from here on, what I will talk about might seem to you and others like a discouraging sort of message. 
because of what I'm probably asking you to consider doing if you want to make even more progress towards your personal goals. But my intention is not to discourage you. In fact, I know for a fact that there are certain dreamers among us who understand the important opportunity this will provide, what I'm about to talk about. And this is the gist. Having more control over the outcomes you get based on the efforts you put in is a huge opportunity to build a better and even more successful life for yourself. It's another way of saying that you can take control of your future or your destiny, which to me is something I've always wanted in life, to control the outcomes I get based on how much effort I put in. I mean, wouldn't it be a better situation where the harder you worked or the more you worked, the more success or rewards you got? That to me is a great situation to be in, which is a lot better than being in a situation that I used to be in. No matter how hard I worked, I couldn't go beyond a certain point. I couldn't control my outcomes or the quality of my outcomes. To be honest, this is what drove me into entrepreneurship. The type of freedom that a self-employed business person has is and always will be very attractive to me. I'm willing to bust my ass. I'm willing to work while others are asleep. I'm willing to do that work that 9 out of 10 people will not do if the results that I get are what I want. But to be in a situation where I'm busting my ass off for nothing or for very little then there's very little motivation for me to keep working hard. Especially when you realize that whether you give it 100% or 50%, that the outcome would still be the same. I've been in a situation like that. How about you? I think that almost every one of us at some point experienced this. So I can understand if you have a not-so-good relationship with the over-delivering or pushing yourself to work harder than most idea. But here's the thing, in life, especially if you're thinking about attaining a life better than the one you live, having personal success, you cannot avoid one thing, being the candidate that's willing to do more. However, that is if you decide to fully take control of the situation in which you allow yourself to pursue such a life. So what do I mean by that? The simple way to put it is this, to pursue your own goals and to be 100% accountable for your actions and outcomes. 100%. If you made progress, it's because of something you did. If you failed to do so, it's because of something you did or did not do. There's no blaming external factors because there's always something you could have done differently. And if you quit because of an obstacle, it's you and not the obstacle. If you put things in perspective, you come to realize that obstacles, even worse than the ones you faced or might face, never stopped many of the men and women who found ways around them to continue to great accomplishments. You must take 100% responsibility. Again, because in hindsight, there was always something you could have done differently. And in the present moment, there's a lot you can do now to begin looking for ways to move closer to what you want. If you strongly subscribe to limiting beliefs, pursuing important, significant, and especially large goals will seem impossible because it will always be as if you're coloring within the lines. 
that you can't go beyond a certain point because you believe in some limiting belief. For example, you might tell yourself that you're not able to get into business right now because you have commitments to your family or you are tired by the time you get back home from work. You didn't study that in college. You have no experience in this or that. But these are not engraved facts. They are merely exposing you to what you have been, what you have done, learned, and what you know up to this point. So the question is, are you willing to do more, to learn more, to become more than you were yesterday? You know, I get so worried about folks who fantasize about the pursuit of personal goals as being a really fun ride, a really great walk through the park with rainbows on both sides. I guess it's because most success stories they pay attention to paint the picture that attaining success is like being a five-year-old who has just completed a painting of their dog and the teacher, parents, and other students are all clapping for you. No. For the time I've spent pursuing ambitious goals, it's a battlefield, fought in both the mind and the world around you. Only the strong survive. The bitter soldier survives the conflict, the other goes home a casualty. Everything you need to do to stay alive on the battlefield is often hard and challenging, not easy and comfortable. There is no one out there calling out to you saying, hey, you, come over here, grab the success. Are you kidding me? So if you can't handle the heat, then you definitely have no business being in the kitchen. Which brings me to the heart of today's topic. Suppose you want to be an entrepreneur. What does that mean today? That you most likely want to start a business, that you want to provide a product or service, hopefully find success in the process. Okay, now let's forget about that entrepreneurial part and focus on how a successful business looks like. Number one, it does great sales. More people buy into your product or service. Number two, it does great marketing. More people know about what it is you provide and your message on how it helps them is very inviting to them. They choose you over someone else's product. Number three, it has a great team. Everyone works together in harmony everyone goes over and beyond to help the business realize its goals. More people want to work there. Now let's stop there. This list could be huge. Here's the important question. What are you willing to do to create such a situation or environment? If you seriously think that somehow these things create themselves and that all you have to do is hire people who come pre-configured with the ability to do this for you, then I urge you to stay away from going down this path of entrepreneurship, at least for now, because you're bound to be disappointed. As many have come to learn the hard way, turns out there's more to running a business than just being the person that started it. You're going to have to develop skills in all those three areas and many more. Great sales comes from a person who understands sales. Great marketing comes from someone who understands marketing. A great team comes from someone who understands how to lead people. If you ever thought programming was hard, try being a person responsible for leading a team of two or more people in your business. These are just conditions we are going to have to face if we want to break through with our, our ideas or our goals. There are people pulling it off, running businesses of one, two, five, ten, or 100 people 
where they have accepted their roles as leaders to ensure that what needs to be done is done well. I don't need to prove that to you. You mostly know this. Maybe you work for someone who's managing that type of situation right now. And if so, respect the hustle, respect the one hustling. If you want to get to their level, you probably want to build a relationship with them so that you can learn a thing or two. The reality in today's world of rising entrepreneurs is that many are having to deal with so many aspects of their businesses themselves. Content creators have to be great marketers, which could mean that they're not only great at posting on social media strategically, but that they even uh, design their own posts. Video game developers who can write code, create graphics, create sound effects, and market their own games on a shoestring budget are not extremely unique situations these days. Two-person software company handling multiple clients who each have staff of over 50 people each is not odd. Are you willing to jump into the list of growing businesses and individuals traveling the world working only on a laptop and free Wi-Fi? Then prepare to be the one baking pies, packaging them, marketing them, and selling them while making sure you do your taxes properly and manage your inventory if there is a clear indication that there will be no other way for you to get what you want. If you champion this idea that the jack of all trades is a master of none and you're not living the life you want and you don't see yourself getting closer to your goals if you remain on the same path, then I urge you to pay attention to how many self-employed people are managing to master multiple skills to solve one problem. Personally, I find it encouraging that more and more young people are realizing early that they need to master multiple skills early. The number of people who edit their own videos, edit their own podcasts, create their own marketing collateral, do their own legwork, build their own website, create their own products, publish their own books, is more than I can list down for you. The reason I know such people exist is because I follow them and I follow up on them, online and off. You know, <laughs> here's something that makes me chuckle when I think about it sometimes. When I post some of my work on social media, digital art or video games, there are people who genuinely are amazed and say nice things like, wow. I then sometimes wonder if those same people pay attention to the stuff that amaze me from the people I follow on social media. Because I'm genuinely amazed and often stunned by how some of these guys are able to do such spectacular things or to do so much as just individuals. I don't know, it just leaves a warm smile in my heart. But this always reminds me that as individuals, we are a lot more capable than we initially think we are. I think that's where I'll end today. If you found that helpful, informative, let me know. You can head over to kidanda.net and for the blog post of this episode, you can leave a comment for me. Or you can reach out to me on social media. My handle is Kidando, that's K-I-D-A-N-D-O, on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you for spending this time with me. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Remember to make progress and not excuses. See you.